Natalie. And I'm Christy. And we are the Prodigal Daughters. Well, welcome back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> it's only been, like what? a month? Two months. I think two months. Oh. I think it was before. It was after Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I judged before you Christmas. for not putting the Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full judge. So I'm sure that you guys could all um, hear the panic ahead in my voice when I was like, "Listen to all the stuff that I have to do," and then, um, <laughs> and then we stopped recording. <laughs> but uh, we're back. Only only took a couple months. Um, but I'd say a lot happened. This, in this is typical though in in podcasts like this where people have lives and they like to live them and let's take a break and that's good. I would hope so. No, it is. I, I listened to several other like Christian women podcasts and a lot of them were out for at least a month. So. Okay. Well, we're, then we're we took a a long <laughs> holiday. We'll call it that. Yeah, that's right. A European time. A holiday. European holiday. <laughs> In the U.S. of A. <laughs> That's right. Um, so lots has happened. Um, how? Well, I guess we should just cover the Christmas. Like, how was Christmas for you? Oh, um, I don't even think we talked about Christmas. Did we talk? I, I don't, don't think, think we, we did. did. I think it's. I think December thirteenth might have been our last one. So yeah, we'll cover Christmas um, first. So uh, Christmas was really good. Um, I don't even remember. Oh, I remember what happened. So Josh uh, loves to tease me about my projects that I give him and his dad. Um, usually my in-laws come down for Christmas, and I love having them. They're wonderful people. And and um, Bill, he's real handy. And so um, <laughs> I got a play set, and he, they had to build it. <laughs> oh, was it? I know that I was over there and I didn't see it in the light, so I couldn't tell. Is it wood or it was is. it? <laughs> it's wood. It took it. Okay, so it took probably about ten hours over two days. Um, last year they built a house for Lily, and this year they built. Why didn't you put it together? You're the handy okay, one. Okay, I gave them the option. Do you want me to wrap all the gifts for everyone, including <coughs> the in-laws? And they had gifts for not just our family, but also for other family members in Tampa that and so I said I can help with the kids and the food and also the wrapping or I can build and they said nope we got this go oh my gosh they'd rather build than wrap they probably should have chosen wrapping they, the kids they well, don't want to do it well I think too. it's like a manly thing where they're like well we're we're we can do this we're we're men we'll have men time and we'll build together and macho-ness with our beer but like and I applaud that good for you guys you go you be men you do it and However, your, you are you are the more handy. I feel like I, we've covered okay. this in the podcast, but I don't know if we yes. did or not. But you are the more handy. This is true. Out of you and your husband, I did have to step in on the second day. I had mm. to. They had made some pretty drastic errors on where the pieces go, and they were probably like, well, "Oh well." It's like fine. literally, literally, the entire thing was flipped around. Oh, lovely. Um, and we we were able to make it work, but yeah, there was some. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I knew. <laughs> there were some drastic errors that were made, um, and it works fine, and it functions fine. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but there were some holes that had to be created, and and so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I stepped in on the second day, and I Good. actually really enjoy doing that stuff, so maybe next year I'll just say, I'll do it. You just take care of the kids. Honestly, you um, But they, now, the, now, since this is two years in the running, now the next joke is, what am I going to have them build next year? Like an entire... House she shed. Or a- <laughs> she shed. That's right. And we could record in it. That's right. I like it. That, I'm gonna. I'm gonna vote for that. And I'm gonna put a little, little hint in in Josh's ear. You should build her. 
us as she should. I, I jokingly, of course, said, well, you know, we could use an in-ground pool. Maybe you learn how to do these things and just build oh us a Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You guys dig the hole. We so can... expensive. <laughs> now it's going to turn into those videos where you see people in, like, I don't know what jungle or, or it, you've seen them where they, like, use, I don't know, they come up, make up their own tools and come up with a complete, like, oasis out of dirt. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be what they do. Yeah. I'll videotape it. We'll do a time lapse. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, Christmas was good. So <laughs> on Christmas Eve, Vivian got like a 24-hour stomach bug or something. Mm. It wasn't COVID, but she had like a fever and a very mild fever and her stomach hurt. And she, I mean, if you guys have ever heard me tell stories of Vivian or if you've ever seen Vivian, this child loves her grandma and grandpa and she loves Christmas and her birthday and Halloween more than like anything. And so... On Christmas Eve, I was I told them, you know, they could open one gift and we're going to go to Grandma and Grandpa's. She did not even want to do that. She was like, I just want to lay here. I don't want to go anywhere. Aww, poor baby. And so as a result, Ryan stayed home with her. I went over to my parents' house and had dinner. But like me being, I, I'm not, okay, by nature, I am a more anxious and nervous person. I am not someone who allows fear to dictate our life. However... My parents are older, so I was like, well, I'm going to bring a mask and wear it there just in case, because at the time, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I doubt it's this, but... So we did that. Obviously, by the next day, she was completely 1,000% fine and ready to open gifts, and we had no complications or or issues. Um, So that was kind of lame, but okay. You know, it Mm -hmm. fits with 2020. Um, (laughs) And then we also took on a project where sitting right now in the project that we took on. So it's a pretty fantastic project. We are sitting in my closet mm-hmm. because I will find out. I think it's going to have the best sound, better sound than my office or my living yeah. room because it's really open. Um, but we decided to take on building an organizer for our closets. Um, and we, these aren't just regular closets though, guys, I, I need to, I need to set the, I need to set the stage here. Um, this is a two-closet closet. There are literally two walk-in closets that are separated by a wall. Yeah. This is basically like my kid's bedroom. Just has got a little divider in it. Okay, I can see <laughs> this that. This is a 20 by 20 room. Yeah, I will say when I moved into this house and I saw this closet, I was like, listen, if we have any more babies. <laughs> this is where they're going. This is where they're going to go. Yeah. Um, no, it's a pretty big closet and... Uh, so we used to have like just the wire rack, the the white wire rack mm-hmm. that every home usually comes with. However, apparently I may or may not have too much clothing. <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Um, but the whole wire rack fell off the wall with my clothing yeah. on it. And so Ryan and I decided that we needed to come up with a whole solution. Yeah. So we actually um, bought stuff from Ikea, but Ryan... Um, found a way to put it all on very securely, and mm-hmm. it looks nice. Um, he did a really good job. I mean, guys, they, again, this is not a small thing. Like, they they built storage in, like, a giant room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's one, two, three, four, five, like, five huge, um, big shelves that are long and take up the entire, like, 20 inches. I don't know. I'm not good with measurements. Don't ask me. <laughs> Yes, Ryan. He it's a lot of work, basically. It's a lot. Yeah. Well, and so we did it in ours. We did it in Bella's closet. We just got some more stuff from Ikea so we could do Ezra's closet. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that was 
that was a good chunk of my, so, um, my work gave me a whole week off, like, or actually almost two weeks off around the holidays. And so I didn't realize how burnt out I was, which again, a testament to why we never recorded. Um, because those were like the most magical two weeks of my life. And I was able to go through every single room in my home and declutter and clean. Like since I, so I moved into this home, it's almost been five years now. And I have not cleaned like cabinets, you know, like yeah. things that you just don't think about. Like I took everything out, got rid of stuff, cleaned the cabinets. You redid your life for I 2021. Did I you did. Like... It set me up for success. <laughs> right. I said out with this bad Juju. Juju. I don't know. I don't like that word. I don't but either. I, it's the only one that came to my, my I also head. hate the word vibes. Like, I can't stand when people say that's a vibe. Like, I don't know what is wrong with me. It's a new me. thing. No, no, no. It bothers but. me, but now I do it to be, like, ironic. Or it's like one of those sarcastic. things where you say it to make fun of it, yeah. and then it just starts to catch on to your vocabulary, yes. and now you're like, that's a vibe. That's oh, a vibe. No. Okay, well, like, if you ever say that to me, I will smack you. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Bella but, says but with it, words, not, not with, a, that's not hand. a vibe, mom. That's what she'll say to me is that's not a vibe. Oh, oh my gosh. I Okay, I, I want to tell the story real quick. So the first time I ever heard someone say <laughs> it's a vibe was my neighbor who I just, I love her so much. Uh, she's um, uh, in high school and she helps watch the kids sometimes, but we're really close. Um, I really love her as a person. And she, <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about, but she told me, she's like, oh, that's a vibe. And I was like, wait, are you Okay. Did you just what, wait? It's a vibe. What? Like, did something happen? I was like, what? I don't. Like, I literally was like, I don't understand you had what to you just said. The word vibe. <laughs> I'm like, is that a bad thing? A good thing? I, I don't. Are you okay? Are you hurt? Like, what happened? And I'm literally. She's like, what is wrong with you? And she still didn't explain it to me. Like, I still am not super clear on what it exactly means. And I think people use it in different terms. Does it feel good? I think that's like. <laughs> Is it a vibe? I, Does it feel good? She used it in the terms of like it, it it can be good or bad. Yeah. And it's just like a mood or or like how you're feeling. And I'm like, God, we don't need more words for this. Like- so I think that um okay, so one of the podcasts I listen to, Ghost Runners, they actually were describing it. Um there was a funny video that one of them watched, and it was by some like there's a Christian singer, something Curtis Chapman. Oh, yeah, Stephen Curtis, I mean, yeah. yeah. So his son is also a musician, and they made this video where they're like, "Can we get some vibes up in here?" And like, they, they were just being like super, just obnoxious <laughs> about it, like yes. play, like just really kind of playing on it and being silly. And so as a result, now they're like constantly saying, "We need more vibes, vibes, vibes." Yes. But, and so now it's it's again, like I said, it's that thing that's I supposed yes. to be ironic and stupid, but it's. Now becoming a part of everyone's... I wonder what the origin of that word came in. Like, did someone actually use it in a serious way, or has it always been a joke? Like, because I, I, I do kind of think... Vibing? I've, you've never said, like, we weren't vibing, or we were totally vibing. Okay. Or... So, but is that the same I get context? weird vibes Because I feel them. like I've heard people use it in not that context. Well, I don't know. I don't speak... I know. I, that's the problem. I don't, I don't speak, speak teenage. Like Gen I, Z. I don't speak 2020, 2020 or 20 or 20. I don't, know. I don't know. My kids have lots of things they say that they have to explain to me. And I <laughs> no, still No, we're don't. at that age. I am a thousand percent that person <laughs> where I make fun of the dumb things that come out of their mouths. I didn't know that the 30s was when you got too old to like get teenage lingo. Like that's Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't think it would actually change. I yeah. thought like I'm. 
I'm a cool mom. You know, I was trying yeah. to use the Mean Girls reference there. I didn't think that it would actually ever get to a point where I would not understand why people would say the things that they say or get super annoyed when people, like, when my daughter texts me and shortens everything to a letter and I'm like, well, I don't understand that now. You need to explain to me what you just replied to me. And, yeah. and she'll have to explain it. And but I that, feel like an old woman. Me too, but that happened, I remember when I was still working full time, that would happen to me with people who were like five years younger than me. Like, not even that much younger than me. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, could you tell me what that emoji means? <laughs> yeah, I had to ask something that was, like, a very – I didn't know it was a super inappropriate thing. And I had to oh, ask, like, what this acronym was. I don't even remember what it was now. But mm-hmm. I don't know if Ryan explained it to me or if – might have been someone else. And, and No, it was Ryan. And he laughed at me because he's like, you didn't – you seriously didn't know what that meant? I'm like, no, first of all. I'm a lady. <laughs> Second of all, I am a Christian. And third of all, I'm old. So yeah, all of these no, things. No, I do yeah. not know what that means. But um, oh, I remember what it was. I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I don't know. Um, I also saw something online where it was, again, just a meme or whatever. And then it made me really think about it and cringe a little bit. Um, somebody was a teacher and they were like, my student literally started their paper off saying something like in the 1900s there or in the late 1900s and then whatever the paper was about. And she had to like stop and reread it. And then I, I thought about it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, the late 1900s, that's when I was born. And I don't like, I don't like hearing it described like that. What? How in the world are we from a different century? (laughs) I know. I don't like it. It's really creepy. I, like, said that to Ryan, and he's like, that's a terrible way to, to right. say it. We're from a different century. The 1900s. But you know what, though? Like, I'm going to get deep here for a second. I know you hate this sometimes, but or maybe you don't hate it. I don't know. Uh, maybe our audience hates it. But, like, I actually am, like, I've always kind of felt like I'm, like, an old soul. Like, I really yeah. don't belong in this time I've always kind of felt that way like I and and I've self-diagnosed myself a little bit with my son that I might be a little bit autistic because like there are things that have happened in my life and I look back at them and I'm like okay well everyone else understood what was happening and I didn't but thank god I didn't understand like I look back at my middle school days and I look back at my high school days and I think about how god has given me whatever it is that he has given me to not want to be a part of whatever everybody else wants to be a part of. Like, I have never in my life, like, wanted to, like, like wanted to know or cared what everybody is doing and wanted to be a part of it. Thank God. Uh. I'm so thankful for that in my life. Um, See, uh, I'm just thankful that I became a Christian at the age that I did because I, I'm the opposite of you. I did know what everyone was doing, what was going on, and I did want to be a part of it, and I did – I did so many stupid and terrible things. Um, but as a result, I don't know, it made me grow up a bit faster and it made me decide I wanted to get married and I had a kid and I did all that early. I'm quite like, I will I will say Bella probably um, is the biggest reason why I ended up not being worse off or like dead in a ditch somewhere if we're being a thousand percent honest and why I have now this strong relationship with God, whereas, you know, I, 
I but wouldn't see, say look, I was a flip flopper, but I, I definitely was like, I'd be, I'd be like on fire for Jesus. And then the world would be like, Hey, 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 look at me, look at me, look over here. And then I would like, I would dip down low again and be <laughs> stupid and be in the world. And then I'd be like, no, I need Jesus. And then I'd come back. And, and so now I'm finally at a good, like stable thing where I still make stupid mistakes, but they're not as detrimental and huge as they used to be. I think that, um, what you just, just described is uh, sanctification. <laughs> thousand percent it's just a slow (laughs) sanctification but uh, but i mean i i look at your story and i look at my story and i think that there god uses all of us in such beautiful and magical different ways right like all of our experiences are necessary for whatever story he's telling through us like yeah um and so i i don't know i just i i'm thankful for i'm thankful for not wanting to be (laughs) understand the common lingo or be a part of the common lingo or care about what is hot and what's not like I'm glad that those things never consumed me and never was never like a part of like who I am yeah um but I get what you're saying like for you your journey was different and that is true for everyone it is it's so like we're all so different and we all try so hard to like find commonalities and we should we should because there are things that we're going to have in common and that's how we connect with each other but but like we are also very different yeah so, but I think that that's that's how I, I think it's a it's a I'm gonna say like a an aid in ours of being able to share the gospel and being yeah. able to do the work that Jesus asked of us is that we all have different stories and yeah. different backgrounds and we can find that commonality with someone right. and share the gospel with him someone that you might not have reached right. because you guys don't have that right. or vice versa someone that you might reach that I don't have that connection with so yes. it's it's just cool God's God's awesome this it's actually kind of leads it's totally we're vibing <laughs> we're vibing about this uh, this is a vibe. <laughs> Um, so I, this leads me into, I know I've talked to you about it a little bit, but I've been reading a book called, uh, Being Elizabeth Elliot, Mm -hmm. which for those of you who might not know, I'll do a quick, just intro to who she is and why this is kind of a cool book to read. And then also kind of what I, my point I'm trying to make, but Elizabeth Elliot was married to Jim Elliot. They were missionaries in Ecuador and they were trying to reach a lost tribe that was a very angry, maybe not angry, very like. Uh, aggressive. They did not allow any outsiders to come into their tribe. They were very family oriented and very like close knit. Um, and they would spear you and kill you if you came close. And so, um, Jim Elliot ended up finally making interaction with them. Um, and then the next day they came and killed him and all of his, all the guys that were with him. Um, and Elizabeth Elliot, his wife had a two year old daughter and, uh, decided, I think like a year later to go and try to do what Jim did and went back to the tribe with, I think, a couple other women and actually were able to share the gospel with them and to, I believe, I'm not there yet, I don't know all the details, but I believe they started a church there and, plant, you know, they planted a church within these this lost tribe in Ecuador. And um, it's just, it's a, it's a cool story in, in just knowing, like, God's purpose for all of us. But reading this book, it makes me just... Um, realize it was such a different time and the things that she worried about makes me feel so unrighteous because like everything that she thought, everything she journaled, everything that she desired spoke, it all was Jesus centered, like literally everything. 
not to say she was perfect. Obviously, she wasn't. And I could listen to this and see where I'm thinking, like, I think that maybe she was being overly righteous. And, and that was not God's will. That was more her own will for herself. Um, or vice versa. Like with Jim, I could tell listening to some of the things that he really wanted to be like Paul. Um, his desire was to be single and be like Paul and to, to go out and do missions work. And a woman and a child would just um, deter him. Mm-hmm. and make him, uh, you know, not do the purpose that he wanted to do. And God kept presenting opportunities for him and, and um, him and Elizabeth to be married. And he kept turning them down and, and saying, no, I need to be single so I can do God's work. Um, and they didn't end up getting married until they were like in their late 20s, almost 30s, and, and having a kid. So like they were and this is from college, they knew each other. So from college until then, like they kept in and God kept putting them in each other in each other's lives. And then they just constantly, it never happened, even though they loved each other. Um, but it's just interesting to me to see how different it was and how reading that makes me go, man, I'm such a not great Christian. I'm a, I'm a lazy Christian. I'm not doing all that I could. Um, I think that actually pushed me to, um, to going the route of, of desiring to do the guardian med litem stuff, um, mm-hmm. which is another thing, I guess we can kind of yeah go into that. that you yeah, started that's that new. in 2020. I started 2021. Yeah, so <clears throat> my desire uh, or my knowledge of guardian ad litem kind of came up in a couple of ways years ago. Um, <clears throat> I had heard about it from my old boss, um, who she was a foster parent, and uh, she kind of had mentioned it, and I thought, well, that's really cool. Like, I'd like to do something like that one day, or maybe I'd like to foster one day, or maybe I'd like to adopt. And so I've kind of been like, as I've grown closer to the Lord, I've really, I mean, I know this sounds really cliche, and I don't really mean for it to be, but that's okay if it is. Um, you know, there's a song lyrics by Casting Crowns where he says, and I know it's also biblical, but I don't know exactly where it is in the Bible, where it says that we should allow him to break our hearts for what breaks his. And I think it might be a Psalms, but I, I can't it be sure. It probably is. But, um, but I've thought about that, and it has, like, seeped into my soul over the years of listening to Casting Crowns and then reading the Bible as well. Like, like holy moly, like, we are called to not live of this world. We are called to care for the least of these. And we are, in America especially, are really failing miserably at that. Mm. And I think about that not just for, like myself or not just for the gospel but it's just like in so many ways like, yeah like we all are like judgment on you all judgment on me like we're all we are all on the same page um with this like our culture has really deterred us and really pulled us from a you know gospel center reality and into a me center reality yeah. and that is such a like huge Satan's done a really good job of just making us all really look to ourselves as idols yes and i have my own theories and maybe i'll share them one day as to how this has been so successful especially in the church how it's been so successful um prosperity gospel but um (laughs) you know i i think that we can really point to like how we got here but really the answer is like how do we stop yeah and um or the question should be how do we stop and i I just, you know, Josh worked as a state attorney for Palaka, and he would tell me some stories about things that were happening to kids. And I'm like, we've got, I mean, we, we there's enough of us to, to we step. We should be able to do something. We should yeah. be able to do something. When Jesus tells us the answer, right? right. Serve, serve, right. serve, serve, right. love, 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 love. And right. we just don't ever hear it. And, and who it. are the people that Jesus mentions the most yeah, in the Gospels? It's widows. children and widows. Yeah. And the poor. And the poor and the sick. 
Um, <laughs> right. Well, and so, like... And weak, so, people that are weaker. And so, right. So, like, you know, anybody can choose to define who's the least of these however they'd like. I, my heart is broken for children. Um, I think partially because I... Um, I didn't have maybe the best upbringing, and I certainly didn't have what people um, assume my upbringing bringing was based on who I am today. And again, not by my power, but the Holy Spirit, that my life looks very different than mm-hmm. it could have looked. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, a, I'm definitely a testament to poverty. I'm definitely a testament to getting out of the cycle of abuse and anger and poverty and all the things. Um, and so I... I look at my experiences and I and I say, how am I not, by God, uniquely made to do just this? Yeah. To go in and, and talk to children who've been abused, talk to children who uh, don't know how they are going to be able to get out of this or don't know if they're going to get out of this or, you know, are, are by the freaking laws of our land forced back into these situations. Like, yeah. how can I help? And I decided that it, it, enough is enough. I can't keep saying someone else should do it. Yeah. Like, that's really what it was. Like, I mean, when you brought it up, I was just like, oh, cool. No idea what it was. I had no clue. And then, like, you posted about it, and I was like, I've been meaning to look in to see what Christy's actually doing because I have no idea what it is. So I clicked on it, and I read about it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I can do this. So, oh, let me let me just actually t- say what it is, right? Because I don't yeah, think yeah. I... No, no, no. We didn't say what it we is. We didn't say what it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's important. So, uh, Garden at Lightem is a volunteer position that works alongside the courts or actually within the courts. Um, and it's a volunteer position that you're kind of taught a little bit about the law, but you work alongside lawyers. In, a, um, in Florida, there's a law that... Um, any child who's brought in um, into the foster system through DCF, um, they're supposed to be in some kind of permanent situation within a year. Mm-hmm. And so the guardian ad litem um, comes alongside the child to see how is the child feeling? Is the child getting everything they need? What can we do as volunteers to help the child get into a safe place as quickly as possible? And there are lots of people who are involved in this process. Yeah. There's a manager. There's there's a case manager. There's a case worker. There's um, Kids lawyer, First Florida. There's, there are law- there's lawyers yeah. for the parent. There's lawyers for both parents, actually. Yeah. There's lawyers for the kids in some cases, and there's lawyers for the state. So really, there are a lot of, a lot of people involved. So you're... In a nutshell, you're advocating for the child. Yes. You're looking for the child's best interests and seeing yes. how you can best get them, like, set them up for life. Yes. And practically, this means that basically, and I, th- I, I'm, this is not textbook what they say, but I'm just going to summarize it from how I'm going to look at it as well, is basically my job is to do my best to understand the child, do my best to understand the child's circumstances, and love this child. Like, yes. that is where... I'm headed with yes. this. Like, I want to do everything I can to speak up for the child, and I want to do everything I can to show this child love because it is supposed to also be, like, a relationship. Like, mm-hmm. um, there's some of the training that kind of talks about how, like, you know, like like you're a parental figure in their life. Mm-hmm. And so be that person who doesn't quit on them. Be yeah. that person who doesn't Genuinely not show up. Genuinely has an interest right. in them and right. their life. Yes. Yeah. So, Yeah. Well, so I Googled it, and then I was like, oh, my gosh. So, and again, kind of it's funny how different you and I are and, and where, where you said your heart is probably in it because of, of your background. Mine is also in it because of my background, but from a completely different point of view. I was given, like, you know, I have often said I was a spoiled brat, but <laughs> I, I was, you know, I, I had uh, a home with two parents, and they 
showered me with love. I had siblings that showered me with love and acted like parents to me. So I had such a huge community of people that just really poured into me that to me it's important that all kids feel that way, that all kids get to, to yeah. see and feel that love and to feel safe. And then as a mother, like once I became a mom, I think it hit me really hard that like yeah. I love my babies like yes. a lot. And, um, and, and I look at every person and this is just something that I, um, I don't know, call it my intuition. Um, when I look at every person, especially people that I've, that maybe have done something wrong, maybe they're a criminal, maybe they're a person that, um, has been abused. Maybe they are the abuser. Everyone started out as a child at some point. Everyone started out as this innocent, beautiful little life. And what happened at that point is how they got to this point, how they became this person. Like what happened during their childhood really helped to create this. And so everyone has that innocence, I think, in them somewhere deep down, whether it's impossible to get to or whether it, 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 you, you can get to it, obviously that's up to Jesus and, and how, um, you know, we can just love on them and share the gospel. But I have a heart and I, for a very long time, I've had a heart for children and I wanted to do something and serve them in some capacity. And I never knew what it was. And every time I would talk to someone, they'd say, well, you have kids. So that's kind of your mission right now. That's your, that's who you serve. Um, and that's been fine and very true. I obviously have to give my kids attention and I can't take away from them. Um, but I think I'm finally at a point now where I'm like, really, we've been hearing a lot about serving in church and, um, I've been reading Paul's letters and, and serving, serving, serving. It just keeps coming forward. And I'm like, I need to do something to serve and to do, you know, my end goal is one day I want to do a missions trip when my kids are older and I want to go and help children in some, I don't care the country, wherever God's calling me. And I feel like God's put that on my heart. But every time I've ever tried to go do a missions trip, every single time I paid for it, I've whatever, it hasn't happened and it got canceled. And it, so it just, it's never been the right time. And I'm like, all right, that's me forcing it. So I need to just kind of stop and let whatever happen as it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, so I will be done a thousand percent. So yeah. I'm very excited about this. Um, obviously I know there's going to be some, lots of heartache and lots of, of just awful things that I'm going to uh, hear and see. And, um, my goal is that I can just show them love and, and really advocate for them and, um, that they might see Christ in me and yeah. that I can pray for them. Like that's yep. another big thing is like, I don't know who these kids are that I want. I want to pray for them by name. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's another element to it that now that I'm in it, I didn't even really think about, which is that the foster parents, just because they're fostering does not mean that they have really good intentions. And I'm not saying that I have seen that specifically, but they're also people who we can love on, Mm -hmm. who we can, you know, maybe the reason they're doing this is because they haven't had enough love and they're trying to extend love. And maybe they need someone who, to, who we can share the gospel with or who Mm -hmm. we can love. Um, and so there's just so many elements to this that I just think is awesome. And I, I I feel like people are going to get real tired of me with this, but I'm just really passionate about it now. Um, and I think that uh, I'm going to be talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Probably too much on my social media. But um, yeah, okay. I'm just like I, as you're talking, as I'm talking, like I'm starting to tear up just because like, I don't know. I've been talking to a couple people who are like, oh, I could never do that. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why can you not do that? Because you feel like it's too sad. OK, well, that's that's yeah. not a good enough reason, because yeah. guess what? These children are living it. happens it. no matter what. It's, right. It's happening. Whether yeah. you want to see it or whether you don't want to see it. Like That's it's, right. It's happening. That's right. And, 
we can either turn our head away and say, mm-hmm. good luck. Yep. Or we can do something about and, it. And the other thing, too, is a lot of people say, well, I just don't have time for that. And I'm like, mm, you know, it really, you're, where you spend your time is up to you. That's been a big yeah. conviction to me is when I looked at it and I looked at the amount of time it required, I was like, I can do that easily. Even though I know I'm, as you guys know, hiatus, hello, I have a lot going on in my life. I have three kids. I work full time. Yep. But what, how long do I go on social media? Right. How long do I watch TV at the end of the day or on the weekends? And really, if you just have one kid at a time, you're talking about the requirement is really one visit a month. month. Yeah. I mean, I I hope that that's not what we're reaching for. I hope we're reaching to go above the minimum. But I can read. I can read during my weekends, you know, all the stuff, the required things. Yes. So, uh, you know, the other element is that you do have to write a report. But again, you have lawyers to help you. There's a team to help you with that. Yeah. And, um, you know, the court, the actual court session, especially in COVID, they've made it so easy. It's all virtual. Everything's virtual. They're like, everything's Zoom. It's all Zoom. I know. And, you know, it's funny is, I don't know if my mom listens to this. Mom, if you listen to this, I'm not trying to throw you under a bus or anything, but when I told my mom about this, she, her instant thing was to go to like fear of like me going into someone's home and like, Um, you know, I'm like, mom, 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 stop. It's not about me. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Everything will be safe. Everything will be good. Um, but yeah, so that's a big update for us. Yeah. Big update. We didn't mean it. We didn't even mean to do this together. We didn't. (laughs) We didn't. I, uh, no, I honestly, I, I did do it because of what you posted, but it was like, Something that, when you originally said it, it was one of those, oh, make a mental note to look into that. And I never did. I forgot about it. And then when you posted it, I'm like, oh, well, hey, I'm going to look into it now. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I could totally do that. And then I've just kind of been like, okay, we're doing it. I'm, like, jumping in full yeah. full feet. I don't know. Yeah. What I'm so bad at sayings. Yeah. Um, I want to be careful, too, because, like, I don't want it to come off as preachy, like, no. like you're not a good person if you don't do this. I Do what you're called to do. I believe that there's so much need in the world. It doesn't matter. Just do something. Where, yes, yeah. do something. And and I do think that I do want to call out the sin of, like, you and I both have talked about how, like, sometimes our sins can be comfort or, like, being mm-hmm. too afraid to do things mm-hmm. that are outside of our comfort zone or even, like, being too afraid, too afraid to give up our own time because we're comfortable with our time or yes. we're comfortable in our chair watching our show or whatever. You don't like to have anything change your... Yeah, and, and I do just, I do kind of want to call out the sin of comfort, and especially in American society where we just are so self-centered, and, yeah. and myself included. I oh, really, yeah. this is my, this is my 20, 2021, like, goal is to stop thinking about myself. <laughs> like, literally, I, like, I think about even my fear, the fears that I have in the world and the, what we're dealing, what the world is dealing with right now. I think that is so self self centered that all I care about is how I feel about this. Mm-hmm. Like all I care about is how I, the fear that I'm dealing with, or or even like as I deal with my children, like you know, some of some of even the ways that I deal with my children are very me centered. Like is this is this going to make me look good to other people, or mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's so many ways that me is is the center, and that is so not what I want, and it's so not good. So 2021 is the year of breaking me. All right, I like it. I like it. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. I don't have any goals for 2021 other than try to grow closer to Jesus, and <laughs> yeah, I guess less of me, less of me, more of Him. Um, we can go with that. Yeah, it's a good uh, goal. It is. Um, I used to be a big resolution person, and actually, I guess I kind of still am. Like, I still wrote out resolutions, but I didn't. 
in past years, I would literally like plan out like how I'm going to meet those goals. But I found in the last couple of years it's that like control. Yeah, it's also an it, idol. Is, it, mm-hmm. Is. Mm-hmm. it is. It is. It mm-hmm. is. So I didn't really do it this year. I did it more like what is the theme of the things that I'd like to do and like what does that look like? And so yeah. how do I then how do I what's the what's the sin I want to try to break? Like what's the, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it, to me, I think it all comes down to um, the more we engage the word, the more everything about us changes. And yeah. I'm seeing that. I'm seeing yeah. it. I can see it. Yeah, I've been um, – I don't do – I've never been a resolution person. But I will say that I've made resolutions to keep my house cleaner. And I have <laughs> ever since I did that deep clean. Like my mom actually came over the other day and she was like, I'm really proud of you. You've really kept up on the house. And I'm like, thank you for noticing. I put a lot of work into this. That is really like one of those like backhanded compliments. I, I love your mom. Don't, don't hate me if you listen to this. But I love your mom. But that's so totally a my mother com- like, comment. She's like, I'm just really proud of you keeping your house up. I'm like, whatever. Thank you, mama. That rem- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw my mom into the best sense that we're doing right now. Um, <laughs> my mom, uh, I was so proud of myself the other day. Because like I have this new thing where with Lillian, I'm trying to engage her more with the word even though she's only three and I know not a lot's going to stick. And, and I really wanted to, um, I really want to be more intentional about my time with her because I have, um, just, I'm going to throw myself on the bus, I guess a little bit. I have taken on a lot too, guardian at light. Um, I do have a, a part-time job. I also do, um, church stuff. church stuff. I'm very heavily involved in like social media for the church and like, um, and I have a client within my client that I also work with. So it's like, I, I have a lot going on and, um, I am trying to juggle all of these things, but like really the purpose of all of this is for me to disciple my, ch- my children. Like the reason I don't have a full-time job is for my children, not for these, all these other yeah. little projects that I have. So I'm trying to reprioritize 2020 really messed me up. <laughs> so it's all, I got to reprioritize. Yeah. And, um, and so I've made sure that my three-year-old is now getting time with me. We're, we're playing. We, we spend some time playing. We spend some time outside. We spend some time learning letters and numbers and colors and things that she needs to know for when she goes to school in three years. Goodness gracious. But, you know, I'm, I want to get her set up for success with that stuff. And then we're spending some time in the Word. And so I got her, like, this um, activity Bible book. It's really it's really like a coloring book thing, and it's got yeah, activities, yeah. but it, it has little stories in it That's along good. the way. She loves it, and it's super cute, and it's super adorable how much she loves this little book. And so I was telling my mom about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, Mom, I feel like I've really stepped up my parenting game with, like, these things that I'm trying to really, like, stick to for her that are really good for her. And she's like, well, it's about time. I was like, oh, there it went. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> I, was I like, would have also accepted good job. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, or something along the lines of, oh, I'm glad she likes it, or that's good. Good for you guys. I'm glad you're able to start doing that is even better than about time. <laughs> it's about time. Oh, Ouch. I love it. Our mamas, I'm sure that I'm going to be <laughs> the same way to my own child. Like, I, I always say, like, I, I won't ever say things in a, in a not condescending way, but uh. Uh, mom judgy way, uh, but I know I will one day. I already hear it coming out of my mouth sometimes when I talk to the kids. Um, I, I was going to say something. You said something, and I've forgotten now. Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, at my, I've been. I also challenge myself to make my bed every day, which sounds so simple and stupid, but. I've never been a person that has ever found a reason to make their bed every day. I've always said it's a waste of time and it's stupid. 
but I actually really enjoy it, <laughs> and it's part of my morning routine now, and now when I come into my room, everything looks clean, and it's, I don't know. Yeah. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. Thank I you. don't make my bed every day, so that... And and I want to be that person too. I've always wanted to. I feel like baby steps. I gotta get that. Like, yeah, let's, it's like a weird switch that I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. And I did it, and it somehow makes life easier. I've kept up on laundry. I've put it away. Oh. I folded it See, this, and put it away. 2021 is. Oh, it's looking up for me. <laughs> it's a different time for us. <laughs> Best year ever is gonna be 2021. Oh, yeah. new me. New uh, yes, new, new me, me, new you. Maybe. This is turning leaves. Turning leaves. Well, we're going to be going to Puerto Rico in March, Ryan and I. Are you I. sure about that? Well, we scheduled it, so. They let you? Yeah. Okay. We just have to take a test beforehand. Well, okay. you don't have to take the test really? beforehand. You can go. You just have to quarantine for 14 days there, and we're not going to be there for 14 days, so we're going to take a test beforehand, um, so then we're free to, okay. to do whatever. But So really, they don't make you quarantine once you get there? Mm-mm. Oh, good. As okay. long as you take a test. Okay. If you take a test, you're good, and you can okay. prove it. But then what about coming back into the U.S.? I don't know. Well, I, I guess really we're that, But I'm already quarantined. I work from home, so. Okay. I'm okay with it if they force me to quarantine. Yeah, unless they were, unless, well, the only thing I worry about that is, like, do they, maybe things are starting to relax, but for a while it was like you had to quarantine, like, in a hotel. Like, you weren't allowed oh, to go no, family. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, my family, because it's, it's still technically the U.S., so. Yeah, that's true. So it's, it's the same as if you were to travel anywhere in the U.S. So, like, when my family came to see us, they could just go home. They're fine. Okay, yeah, um, that's true. Now, when you have, like, people will still ask questions like, did you fly anywhere? Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. And you have to answer them honestly. But um, really what we're going to do is just, like, go to the rainforest and do oh, a hike. Go awesome. down the, they have natural um, rock water slides. So we're going to do that. We're going to go to the bioluminescent <gasps> uh, waters and, and kayak at night. That's a dream. We're gonna, That's a dream of mine. We're going to... What are some other things we're going to... Let's go to the beach, obviously. Our place that we got a really cute Airbnb. It's right next to the beach, so we could just walk right over there. Um, I have family, but I think my family will not be comfortable. I don't know. We'll find out. Like, if they're comfortable and want to hang out with us for, like, a lunch or something, I'm down. But if they're not, that's Like, totally distant cousins too. or... Um, all my mom, my mom has a bunch of siblings. I have aunts and uncles oh, okay. there, and I have cousins there, and my dad has some, he has a couple nephews and, and an uncle there, so I don't know. I yeah. told them, put some feelers out. If people want to see us, let us know. Oh. Otherwise, I haven't been back to the island in 15 years. I was pregnant with Bella the last time I was there, um, but I used to go, like, growing up, like, every couple of years, we'd go to go there, and it's funny. I was telling someone this. Someone I work with that as a child, you just don't realize how much you take for granted um, things. I hated those trips um, because there was no air conditioning in oh. any of my family's homes. It was all like windows that just, they didn't have any glass. They oh, yeah, were the little shutters. Just the little shutters, yep. the hurricane shutters. Mm-hmm. And so it was so humid and so and hot bugs. and bugs. Like my arms, my mosquito bites were like that big. Did I they would have, get. Did they have the nets over the beds? No, because they're they don't they're not worried about um that. They don't care if you get bit. It's just <laughs> you know. So it's it not sucks. about comfort it's, at all. Yeah, no. And like over there, they have coquis, which I know we have frogs and stuff here, but it's so they're much loud. worse there. It's like coqui, 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 like everywhere times a thousand. Yeah. And so I would complain that I couldn't sleep. I was hot. I couldn't sleep with a blanket on, which I'm a huge <laughs> blanket sleeper. I love to be covered in a blanket. But it was too hot, so I could only have a sheet, and even the sheet I didn't want because it was so hot. Does this go back to your spoiled comment? I'm telling you, I was a swell brat. And then, to top all that off, like, I did not speak Spanish. All my cousins that were my age or around my age only spoke Spanish, so it's not like I could 
interact with them. Like, we'd have to guess what we wanted to play, and then even then, you know, hard without the ability to speak. <laughs> um, and then my, again, my parents are, I was the last, and so they were a little bit older, and this was like a family vacation to see family. Yeah. There was no fun. There yeah. was no fun planned. There was no, like, we might have gone to the beach, like, once. I had no one with me, just my parents who didn't want to go in the water with me, so that was boring. Um... We didn't, I never got to go to the rainforest. I never got to go. You had to eat your food. I ate Puerto Rican food. Because, but I would never, we'd never go out to eat. Uh. I would only eat whatever my family cooked, which is what my mom cooked. So it was Uh. like whatever I ate at home normally. (laughs) So I was, (laughs) I I literally was just like going from family's house to family's house to see family. And I, there was no TVs. The movies that they, the movie rental stores were like blockbuster. Like what a blockbuster is now is what they would have had then. Like Natalie, super there is outdated. no blockbuster. There's now. one. There's one, one in where? Alaska. There's one in Alaska. <laughs> There's one left. There's one left. Oh my gosh. Um, but they had like they is were it a museum. Not, now I have to look. This no, up. they you can really rent from there if I remember correctly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. But yeah, so like we couldn't rent movies, or if we did, they were like 20 years old. Yeah. And or, or dubbed in Spanish. <laughs> It was, like, lame. I really did not enjoy going there as a child. And now I'm like, man, I wish I enjoyed my trips there because I'm excited now. Um, Ryan's never been. I don't know. People uh, People talk about how, like, I wish I could go back. I do not. I do not want to go back. Childhoods. Depends on the year. Ch- childhood. I mean, even even for people who had good childhoods, like, you couldn't drive. You didn't have any independence. Like, adulthood's better. <laughs> I don't know. I make the blame for me. Teenage knit. Well, but even then, like, I was lame. I was a lame person. I was way too concerned with boys. But as a child, because we lived, so I went to school on base, um, but I lived off base because my dad was retired. So all my friends were on base, and they would go around to each other's houses whenever they wanted. They could hang out with people whenever they wanted. Super easy. For me, it required, like, hey, mom, dad, can you drive me on base? And then um, they didn't. Like, I would have to just have them drop me off on base with a bike so that I could go around and do stuff. But if they were working all day, they wouldn't do that. And so I'd have to wait until at night. So I was, just like, super lonely as a child because oh, I was yeah. the only child in that respect. My siblings were all old. Um, so I would not like to go back to that. I got really good at playing by myself with toys and stuff. Your imagination. And I played a lot of video games. I think Ryan always tries to, like, cat. he tries to say things like, when we were children, we didn't play games all day like he tries to say something like that to the kids and then he'll look at me like right mom and I'll be like I'm the I can't lie I'm sorry you I'm the wrong person for you to ask about this because I did I played a lot of video games you're like no yeah so um yeah I wouldn't want to go back to that no no adulthood's better yeah, although I don't have a good imagination now. I mean, I kind of do for, like, writing, but not playing. Vivian asked me to play all the time, and I'm not a fun parent. I don't like to play. It's hard. It is. It's so boring. It, I guess it's not hard for everybody. It is hard. It's, it's also hard, hard for, for me. me. It's also I'm hard for me. just not that parent. Um, it's, it, it's, it's mental work for me. Like, it's interesting because everyone's different in that way, but, like, for me, it's it's nothing to to enjoy, like, a puzzle. Like, that's nothing to me. Like, I... Give me... You like puzzles? I love puzzles. 
<laughs> give me give me an escape room and any tool oh, and that is not room. work. That is not work. That's, That's great. I could do that. But you know you know what I mean? Like your your mind uses energy in different ways. Like I can you, troubleshoot. I'll troubleshoot something. That's yeah. fun for me. Yeah, research. I love research. Figuring out a problem yes. and fixing it. I'll do it. I like no that. No problem. But playing, playing Barbies <laughs> yes. or dolls is so I'm like <laughs> and what's funny is Bella is so like me. Cause I'll be like, Bella play with Vivian for just a little bit and she begrudgingly will do it. She loves her sister and so she'll do it. But I can hear her. She sounds just like me when I play. I don't know what else to say. You know, like I make my dumb voice and then I'll be very logical with the dolls and Vivian's like, no, 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 she can do that. I'm like, no, she can't. I'm so I'm the worst. So I was playing I was playing with Lily yesterday a couple days ago and she has these little tiny um my little pony figures and like some of them can fly and some of them can't fly and <laughs> lily was like well that one can't fly and i'm like <laughs> and i'm like oh she can't fly okay and then i was like tre- treating her like she could she couldn't fly and then later i was like uh lily was like oh we gotta go open the treasure i'm like oh where is the treasure do you see it right now <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just so not good at it. And I really just don't enjoy it. And then, like, what seems to me like it should have been 30 minutes of us playing was actually only, <laughs> like, like five. five minutes. Because I'll, I'll be like, all right, babe, I'm done. And she'll be like, no, you just started. Poor child. She needs. Lily, she, need, Lily she needs. Lily and Vivian need each other. They do. I'm just, I'm so not good at it. I feel yeah. bad. But oh Chandler well. can't do it for very long either because she, he's just, she's not. Um, he is so creative, but but they're not creative in the same way. Yes. Because <laughs> they're not on the same developmental yeah. level. So, but yeah, his, She's never asked Ezra to play. No. She, But see, is there, there's something... Okay, there's something different about girls. I don't know if I have to... Is that okay to say? Like, <laughs> It's okay on our podcast. <laughs> so girls are different, and um, <laughs> at least from my perspective, oh, girls are different. And uh, I've noticed that girls um, just really want to play with other girls. Yeah. And I've noticed that boys don't as much care if they're playing with boys or girls. At least that's been my experience with both my kids. Like, neither one of – like, Lily really just wants to play with girls, and Chandler, like, didn't care. Like, he just wants uh, to play with anybody. I don't know. Vivian will play with anyone. Anyone okay. who will give her attention, she'll play with them. Bella? But I've noticed other girls do that, too, though, where they stick with the girls. Like They girls, do mostly stick because yeah. I think that also has to do with, like – Boys don't want to do the things unicorns do. and Barbies and house and yeah. whatever. Sometimes they want to play like house, but usually not. But there's also a social dynamic in girls that I've <coughs> noticed from human development understanding and also from watching it happen. Um, where girl, there's there's typically like a leader. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've told you. Maybe I haven't. Okay, we'll go. We'll go but, with this. But let me just finish real quick. So if there's there's a leader and and they inherently know who it is. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the dog situation, but just yeah. for little girls. Yeah, like, yeah. They know who the leader is, and, but they all want to be in the group. Yeah. But boys don't act like that. Boys are more like, we're all here. We'll kick some stuff around and see who gets hurt, and that's fun. Like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can see that. I yeah. think there is a little bit of that with boys, but it's a, it's a completely different – it's like that, but in a different dynamic, and it, I guess. And a different like, age, too. Like, it starts later. I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah. So for, like, Ezra, he has his friends and – I don't know. He's like the class clown kind of, and everyone knows he's a little crazy. And but they all like him, and like he has a core group of guy friends that generally like they want to be around him and they want to hang out with him. And 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 it's funny. He's like the shortest among all of them, so he looks like the youngest and completely out of the. It's weird. But for <laughs> Vivian, she has two friends that she's very close to in school right now. Two girls. One of them is the leader. 
<laughs> Vivian is not. I always think of Mean Girls. A thousand percent. My daughter is a Karen. So <laughs> I, that's how I've had to use this as like an example. Vivian is a Karen. But she, um, so this girl will come to school with animal cookies, frosted animal cookies one day. And then Vivian comes home and goes, Mom, I need frosted animal cookies. I'm not going to say the girl's name because I don't know. I feel like that'd be wrong. So we'll we'll call her, um, not Gretchen, but Rachel. Or what was the main, why can't I think of her name? It was Gretchen, Karen, and... Oh my gosh, what's her name? Regina. Regina. Okay, Regina, yeah. So we'll call her Regina. So Regina, Regina has this at lunch, this cookie. I need it now. And so she'll ask me to go, when I'm grocery shopping, please, I have to have it at lunch. One day it was animal cookies. The next day it was pink unicorn Little Debbie snacks. The next day, it's always something else. And break um, it, break that. Then break I'm it. trying. I'm like, well, what do they ever want things that you eat? Or like, maybe, maybe you should. I don't know. I, I'm trying so hard yeah. to make her be like a little more independent. And yeah, mom, when do I get ordered lunch? Because Regina gets it all the time. And sometimes Regina says that I'm like she says I'm never gonna get or something like that. And it's not that she hurts her feelings, per se. I can see maybe a little bit, but it's still, like, yeah. I don't need a Karen. I need you to be a little okay. more assertive. Anyone who does not believe in original sin has not spent enough time with children. Right. But <laughs> I'm sorry. But the reason that the reason that parents are more likely to be Christians is because they see the sin in their children. Like, it is so... <clears throat> I was... I... I <laughs> I had a great conversation with someone recently about this who's not a Christian, and and I explained this to them. I said, listen, I know, I know how you feel about these things, but I'm telling you, like, there's a reason we have to teach our children not to be little jerks. Like, there's a reason. From day one, you have to, well, I guess not day one, you're not teaching them, but like, over. Like, that's pretty sinful. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But Um, you know what I mean? Like, very early on, you realize that they're going to assert their will and, like, you have to teach them not to. Like, yeah. you have to teach them not to, like, be mean. You have to teach them not to, like, hit and punch and, you know. And like to be kind and think of others. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll give you guys more reports on my mean girl situation. But. I can't tell what who Lily is in the group. Um, I think it's because I don't spend enough time with I don't know. Maybe she'll be Gretchen. Okay, so here's okay. Here's the problem with 2020 for me, and I, well, we can talk about this in another episode as well. But like for me, 2020 is I, I didn't get to know my child in the way that I need to know her because I couldn't be around other people. <laughs> so yeah. I don't even know. Like I remember uh, daycare telling me um, that she was a little bit like the leader because she would just kind of do whatever she wanted and exert her will, and other people would kind of follow. But then there were other times when she didn't care what the other people wanted; she would just do her own thing. So I don't know where she fits in the spectrum of maybe she is a little bit of a leader a because a I know that like if we say something about to Vivian at church, or if I sent like last Sunday, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this or not. I sent Bella to go get Vivian, and so. Because I was like, we're getting ready to leave. Go get go get your sister. So she grabbed her, and her daughter goes, leave my friend alone. <laughs> Stop. Like, yelling at, at Bella, like, oh, yes. stop it. Like, she yes. was yelling at her. She is very protective. She is. Very and it just protective. made me laugh. I mean, I could hear it, and I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything. But see, does that make her? But I, that she doesn't really actually fit the leader. That's not the leader. I think so. You do? I think so. You have okay. to be bold to be able to tell I someone guess. to stop. I guess. That, that'd That's be, true. like, something that... Bella probably would have done. And I think that now I don't, you know, no, no, Bella is. She, I think, is a, a leader amongst her friends. So, for example, 
Bella, if you ever listen to these, I love you, and I'm sorry that I tell stories about you, but they're I not know, embarrassing. I thought about this the other day. Like, what if <laughs> one this day is being recorded. I'm going to go back to the morbid thing. One day when I pass, she'll want to hear my voice, and she'll listen to these, and then she'll laugh because it'll be far into the future, yeah. hopefully, willing. <laughs> and um, they'll love us because and, we tell truth things. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so Bella turned 14. That was another thing that happened. My oldest is officially like 14. 14. Mm. Mm. Anyways. So we, for her birthday, she just wanted to have some friends um, over and to go to an escape room. Just like, uh, she originally wanted three friends. One of them ghosted us when I went to go pick her up. It was weird. <laughs> um, but, so we had, so she had two friends. Now, one of the friends is friends that she is on her soccer team. That's her really, like, her BFF. Mm-hmm. Um, the other friend is from school. That's her BFF at school. Now, these people have interacted a little, but not Ooh, as much. hard to Because they're from different parts yes. of her life. Yep. I notice... That Bella was very, like, I don't know, she was the one dictating everything, kind of, not in a bad way, but, like, I also noticed when she'd spend more attention to this person, more, you know, give them more attention, or this person, or whatever, and I've noticed that in her friends, like, she's kind of the zany one, and she's the one who does speak up a lot more, and um, jokes around more, and so, I think Bella is a leader, it's just not in a, she's not a Regina leader, she's just a, I don't know. A mediator. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, and, like, she's even come up to me and been, like, this girl who she's really good friends with in her class, um, all of a sudden, I ask her, because they have this science experiment they're doing, I'm like, oh, have you guys worked on this or whatever, and she was like, no, and I'm like, okay, well, that was weird, and she, the way that she answered it made me think, like, okay, and then I asked her another question about this girl, and it was, no, I haven't really seen her, I'm like, but she's in your class, so how have you not, that's, explained to me. And then I'm like, what's going on? Like, did you guys get in a fight? What's up? And she's like, no, no. And I'm like, okay, well, you're obviously, your answers are leading me to knowing that there's something. (laughs) Just spill it. And she's like, well, she likes the same guy that one of our other friends has a crush on. And now they're not talking to her. Mm. And I'm like, but you, I go, you're talking to her, right? Because that seems stupid that you wouldn't be friends with her just because your friends are upset with her for something dumb like this. She's like, no, no, I do. And I am. She's like, but it was just weird because like at lunch, we were all sitting together and then this girl came up and sat down next to me and they left because they didn't want to be around her. And I thought it was really dumb. And I just hate that it puts me in such a stupid position. Um, so she's the level head of mediator. That's really what she, that's who is. she is. She's not the leader though. That's not the leader. That is leader mentality is not that. You're right. You're she's right. She's the middle. She's like the. Um, she's like the peacemaker. She's very logical. Yeah, she's a peacemaker. She's, very she's logical. a mediator. She doesn't like to have weirdness, but yeah. Mm. So, well, <laughs> it has been an hour, so I guess yeah. we should wrap things up. Um, we have lots to say. We are going to figure out some people. Well, we're gonna have more people on. Yeah. We'll we'll have to look into our pool of yeah of friends, of acquaintances, people we know. Um, I think I'd like to have the Saints back on. I kind of want to have them both on at the same time. That'd be fun. I think that that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still pushing for Josh and Ryan. Oh man, it'll happen. <laughs> but I just like I feel like I have to have a censor button or something. It'll be so much editing. It's just so much work. But Natalie, do not say the word censor. Oh my bad. Triggered. Are you triggered? triggered. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there's lots to discuss. Um, maybe we'll get more vocal about th- deeper things this year. Maybe that'll be our 20. We'll yeah. just like sort of like ease into things, but I think we have to find a way to just talk about them in a way that you and I, we tend to get, 
I don't know. What's a good way to describe when we talk? Because we both generally agree on things. And even if we don't necessarily see eye to eye on things, yeah. we discuss them. But we we discuss them passionately. Yeah. We don't yell true. at each other. But we definitely... Yeah. We talk about things in a passionate way. Yes. Maybe we'll have to, like, find a way to rein ourselves back to discuss yeah. things on the podcast. I don't know. Whatever. Mostly we'll me. It out. It's mostly me. It's not mostly you. <laughs> I think I do the same thing. Because sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, okay, I didn't mean that. And I have to take, like, five steps back or... I don't know, and then rewind. Um, yeah, so um, more book suggestions. Like I said, I've been reading Elizabeth Elliot, Becoming Elizabeth Elliot. It's part one. There'll be a part two eventually. Um, it's pretty good. There's an audible of it, so you can listen to it. Um, yeah, I'm reading uh, Women of the Word by Jen Wilkin. Okay. Um, and I also started listening. Well, I've listened to in the past, but I've, I've Decided to rededicate time specifically to the Risen Motherhood Passive podcast. And that's where I got the book suggestion from. Oh, yeah. Being Elizabeth Elliot. Becoming. Yeah. Being. Becoming. I don't know. I, I, really, I really like these ladies. Um, it, it didn't, f- for a while, it didn't really feel like it directly related to my life because I wasn't a stay at home mom. But now that I am, I feel like I can really maybe even start at the beginning. Maybe that's why I've never really read yeah, it. I tried I had, it out and I just couldn't. That's how I was. Like, I liked the tone and yes. I liked the, the, the I like content. Yes, I liked the tone and the Didn't content, relate. but there was a lot of things that I couldn't relate to. Yes. So now that I'm more in that position, I think that I'm, I'm going to start from the very beginning, like episode yeah, yeah. one, and just, you know, yeah. take off with it. But yeah, I, uh, I, po- I listen to, still listening to a lot of podcasts, but I am still reading Screw, screw Tape Letters and I'm also um, still reading um, The Women of the World, Jim Walken. So. Yeah, I have a bunch of books that I've started and that I'm reading. <laughs> Again, it's a bad habit. I just, time, don't have any. But I really am dedicated to finishing this book so then I can start another book. There's actually a book that I'm interested in looking into. It's the one that Jenna Kramer, Jana Kramer, country singer that's also Christian. Oh. I think. I don't know. Whatever. She wrote a book about family and faith, and I don't know if it's going to be... Oh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to read about it, and I'm not gonna like plug it and say it's amazing and great yeah. until I've done it. So I know if there's fact things yeah. that I need to not agree I with or not. I kind of want to read a girl wash her face. No, 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 no. No, I know no, you no. know so that you can so that I can so and... that I can label the fallacies appropriately. Yes, yes. No, I've thought the same thing, but I just don't think I can read it without a super. Sn- that's true. A snarky tone, like I, I think that's true of me too, but. I don't know. I think we need to call out things that are wrong, and that's okay, too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when I have time. Maybe in Puerto Rico. <laughs> audible. Maybe not. Audible. Just... Maybe audible. Really, that's what I've learned. I have to do everything audible, because then yeah. I can clean. That was my thing. Yes. That I did when I did my purge. I listened to the yeah. uh, Ballad of Song and Bird. Wait. Uh, whatever. The New Hunger Games prequel. Yeah. I listened to the whole thing. Was Didn't it? love the ending. Oh. Um, I have a lot of questions and a lot of theories. Didn't love the ending. See, I don't think I can even... After the third, the ending of the third book, I was like, you know, I don't really think that I can... I think that the problem with the author is she takes too long to get going and then realizes that, speed it up, spit it up, you gotta end somewhere, and then Mm -hmm. she, like, skimps on things. See, that's the definition of a bad writer, though. And then she skimps on things and then is like, and it ends. And then you're like... I didn't like that. Basically, what you're telling me is she's not a good storyteller, and I concur. I would agree. Yeah, that was my problem with Mockingjay, is that it just was whatever. So, um, for anyone that wants to read it, it was good till the last quarter of the book. Mm. And then it just kind of went into a whole different ball field where I was like, what? What? Meanwhile, J.K. Rowling completed Mm. seven books amazingly. Did you not like the ending? Of which one? Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. 
good series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> as far there's as plenty, endings, there's plenty, endings. plenty of authors that you can... Yeah. I still really loved the whole concept of The Hunger Games. And I like the history that she puts in, and she ties it together well. Oh, where okay. it, people and things, like if you were to put it on a tree, yeah. it ties well. So okay. good together. I, I, I gotta respect that. But I just hated how fast she just... I don't want to give spoiler alert spoiler alerts, but in the end of Maki J, you know how like the sister just you mm-hmm. know, like and it was like this, yeah. and then all of a sudden she, you know, it was like that, where you were like, I I like told Bella, because I asked Bella because she had read it before me, and she was, What do you think? And I was like, I had to do this a couple times. I'd go grab my because I was doing Audible. I had to go find the book because we owned it. I just didn't have time to read it. And go to the page because I thought that they skipped something. I thought, like, did yeah. I just accidentally fast forward? Yeah. And so I looked and I had to, like, do this and go, yes. no, no, that's really how she chose to do it. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I am one that I can't critically acclaim something that does that. Like, uh, yeah. any, anything, series, TV, yeah. whatever it is, if you're going to rush the ending, that's because you didn't think it through. Like, yeah. that's the reason you're doing that is because you didn't think it through. Yeah. And I, I felt the same way about the Divergent series. Yeah, I stopped, uh, like, the third one, I think, when it had just come out. Well, I don't know, whatever. I, I remember I read, like, the first two. I enjoyed the first one. Second one, I was like, yeah. I don't know if I love that. Third one, I was I couldn't even finish it because yes. I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. This whole series is dumb. <laughs> and I didn't even finish watching the movies. But the thing I do like about the author is she's a Christian. I do. Uh, there's a lot of Jesus um, analogies yeah, in this say. series, especially at the end. So I want you to finish it Divergent? one day. One day. Uh, maybe. One I day. have them all. I have them all digitally. Just read the last, like, two chapters and... <laughs> I'm not that person. I can't do that. But okay. All right. We really do have to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening again. I I hope we didn't lose people. I'm sure we did because they probably thought that like we just died off and decided (laughs) maybe maybe this was not for us. But we're back and we hope to have episodes out every week. I guess as life gets crazy and we might miss a week or two, but. We'll try. We're going to try try our best. Yeah. 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 We're going to try our best. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. God bless. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love it. Bye. Thank you.